Thank you for listening to this message from Faith Builders. Pastors Philip and Michelle Still are dedicated to building your faith and framing your world by the Word of God. There are many more resources available on our website, www.buildfaith.net, where you can find links to our audio and video archives. We also invite you to join us online for our live stream services. Remember to build your faith and frame your world by the Word of God. Hallelujah. 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 All right, you may be seated, huh? Received a release to move on to to the word. Praise God. Wow. Glory be to God. Let's go to the book of Luke. I'm going to... um, Kind of go through Luke, I think, is what's going to happen here. Not the whole, well, yeah, the whole book, but not where. <laughs> that's, that's a lot to do, right? Um, all right, let's see here. The Lord has the right to change things any time he wants to. I want to talk about, um, first of all, about the temptation of Jesus. In Luke chapter 4, beginning with verse 1, then Jesus full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and is led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and when they had ended, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Now, you see, I think probably, and I don't know because... I don't have specific revelation on it, but I think the devil was wondering who Jesus was, really, because he had seen the Spirit of God descend upon him. And I think he was testing him because he wanted to know. So he said, you know, if you really have that kind of power, you can turn these stones to bread perform this miracle. And then I'll know what I'm dealing with here. But Jesus spoke the word. He answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone. Then the devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. Now look that up. And the kingdoms of the world here means the inhabited earth or what he could see. And he showed it all to Jesus in an instant of time, it says, or at that specific time. And he said, I will give you authority over all these kingdoms and their glory. For it has been relinquished to me. And I can give it to anyone I want to. Now we all know what happened in the Garden of Eden that 
Satan came and everybody, you know, not everybody, but a lot of people seem to think that Satan has more power than what he has. His power is deception. He's a flim-flam man, a con artist, a smoke and mirrors guy. So he came in the garden. He didn't have any authority to do what he wanted to do. So he lied, did a smoke and mirrors act, and got that authority. He stole that authority. He didn't rightfully have that authority. Adam and Eve, God's creation, rightfully possessed that authority, and he had no right to it, so he had to steal it. So let's take a look at his uh, background. What's the name of that place you go to, verify.com? You want to check on somebody's background? Do you know what I'm talking about? You know, you want to check on somebody that's going to work at the church with the kids, and you want to check their background, see if they have any convictions. Then you do verify.com or one of these places, and you go check, where did this guy come from? Where did this person come from? And what do we know about them? So we need to ask that question because, you know, in general, people that maybe haven't heard the word like you've heard it here, they think, ooh, the devil. Ooh, the devil. Know your enemy, right? So the background is that he rebelled against God. He had no authority. So in order to get something to rule and have quote, power over, I'm going to use that English word, power over, he had to steal it. Now, in how much esteem do you hold a thief? <laughs> oh, None. No reputation. Right. So Satan is of no reputation himself. He's a thief. He's a rebel. Jesus said, what, the best thing to do is go by what Jesus said. Jesus said he is a liar. And Jesus said he is a murderer. Yes. Right. Now, if you take that wrong, it sounds like the, the, uh, the person, Satan, has the authority to kill people, but he doesn't. Yeah. Hello? What? Jesus said he's a murderer. How did he murder? He got... Eve to make the choice. Yes. Yes. You see, we're often misled into thinking that we have power of some sort. You know, well, this is my car, this is my this, this is my that. We, we kind of think that, you know, you go in the business world and there's levels of power and structures of power in the business world. And we seem to think, you know, well, I just don't feel very empowered. I don't have much, I don't feel like I have much power or I feel powerful. I got news for you. Humanity, everybody say, I'm human. I'm human. <laughs> Humanity only has one power. All humanity. And I'm talking about the righteous, the unrighteous, the believer, the unbeliever. Every human on the earth has one power only. So don't fool yourself into thinking that you are powerful in some way because you only have one power. And that is the power of choice. Now, once you exercise that choice, 
you either tap into God's power or you tap into the power of evil, the power of the devil. What kind of power does the devil have? Deception and lying. The devil is not defeating the church by running around and attacking and murdering people and, and um, launching his armies against us. Because I told Michelle and I were talking yesterday, I said, There's, I can't find it in the Bible where the devil has an army. God does. Yes. Yes. The devil's not running around with his army with all these mean demons attacking people. The way he does it is through lies and deception. The Apostle Paul said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and wicked spirits in heavenly places. But the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Everybody go, yes, stronghold, the devil come down. And they have this imaginary big demon or something, big demons over cities, <laughs> pulling down of strongholds, casting down devils, demons, and evil spirits. Is that what it says? No. Casting down imaginations yes. and thoughts. That is where the battleground is because he has to fight with what he has. And all he has is lies. You're not good enough. You're not big enough. You can't sing well enough. You can't do this well enough. People are going to think you're stupid. You think I hadn't heard from the devil? <laughs> oh, yeah. And if you ever let him get a foothold in that, he will take it to the nth degree. I'm going to kill you. He'll, he'll, I'm going to kill you with this disease. I'm going to do this. I'm going to give you this disease. And I'm going to, you know, this is going to happen to you. This is where his power lies. Only in deception. Yes. Say this with me. Satan's power, Satan's power is only deception. Is only deception. That's it. That's all he has. He is winning with smoke and mirrors. When he wins, he's only winning with smoke and mirrors. So, back to Jesus here. He said, I will give you authority over all these kingdoms and their glory because it's been given to me and I have, can give it back to you. Now, what do you think? about this. He says, there's only one thing you have to do. If you worship me, it will all be yours. So Satan knew humanity's weakness, the desire for power, the desire to rule, to desi the desire to have power over other people, to have power over things. And so he knew Jesus was human because he was here in flesh and blood. So he knew the temptation of the flesh to have power. And my, oh my, what he presented on that plate, because it was true that these kingdoms of this world had been given to him 
because he stole them. So that was a lie, wasn't it? He stole it. So it was there. But he said, the only thing you have to do, he said, you, you, you want the earth back if, you, if you're the son of God. He's trying to find out, are you really the son of God? If you're really the son of God, if you want this earth back, I'll give it to you. You don't have to go through whatever it is God's got planned here. You don't have to go that far. I'll just give it to you. <laughs> the devil always has a shortcut, and it's always a lie. Only one thing you have to do, if you will worship me, it will all be yours. Now, I was raised in church, so when I hear the scriptures, I go, uh-huh, I can just keep my, open my mouth and just, just quote on and on from wherever that scripture is. Unfortunately, what happens is it becomes rote with us, and we miss what's really going on here. Sure, of course, we don't know Jesus is not going to worship the devil, but what was really said here, because I... Look closely at it. And what Satan really said to Jesus, if you will prostrate yourself in front of me and kiss me. When I read that, I was just like, the horrors of that thought. Jesus in this fast said it is written worship the Lord your God and serve him only back to the word now as I was reading and studying some of these scriptures in one of them it said Jesus said in speaking to the devil he said away and that word away means to when, uh, as you see a ruler in that period of time going away with him Away, in other words, be lead him away out of here and get rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever you're encountering lies and deception and you're being told something that doesn't line up with who God says you are, say away. Yeah. <laughs> away out of here. So Jesus endured everything that the devil brought against him. And I don't think the devil was satisfied with any of the answers he got. <laughs> oh, that's just the Bible. That's the word. Yeah, that's right. So from there, it says that Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. That word power is a dunamis. And I want to talk to you about some different forms of power today. The only power the devil has is deception. deception. All right. Let's talk about the power of God for a moment. I have been studying Ephesians 1.19 for 60 days. God. And I still don't have it. I've got parts of it. But I still don't have the whole revelation of it. But, but I have, think God has to give it to me a little bit at a time because if I got it all at once, I, maybe I'd be like Enoch and, you know. <laughs> I'm going to read to you Ephesians 1.19. Now, where this starts out, that 
prayer is that we pray that we would be filled with the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Christ. The eyes of our understanding being enlightened that we might know what is the hope of his calling. And listen to this. And what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in us? Say, I am God's riches. I am God's riches. I am God's treasure. Oh, if you could really get that, that seat wouldn't hold you down. Amen. Do you realize we are his treasure? God. So, the riches and the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Okay, and what is the exceeding, I'll quote it in the King James, exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him in his own right hand in the heavenly places. That was a mouthful. I keep asking, you know, Paul, could you pack anything else more in one sentence? But he was making a point. I'm going to read to you as I've studied the Greek. That you may see the exceeding, transcending, surpassing, mega dunamis. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Mega dunamis. What is dunamis? We see dunamis power all through the New Testament. And most of the time when I hear ministers use the word about the Greek word dunamis, they say like dynamite. Okay? Dynamite. And everybody goes, oh, yeah, just, you know. But that's a little, it's right, but it's not quite all there. Because really and truly, dunamis is the, like the power stored in a battery. You all got batteries laying on your shelf somewhere, right? It doesn't do anything until you connect it to something, right? Yes. Yes. So it's miracle working power, but it is power stored. Does anybody remember something about, if, about what happens, how to build yourself up on your most holy faith? Yes. Praying in the Holy Spirit, charging your battery. <laughs> yes. As you charge yourself with dunamis power, with miracle working power. Okay, that dunamis power... I brought it all the way down to this potential. The, the power in that battery has potential. It's fully charged. It has the potential to do things. But it is only when it is activated or energized that something happens. Because, I mean, you can keep dynamite in a refrigerator, you know, keep it cold and it's just sitting there and then blow up your refrigerator. Oh my goodness, you got dynamite in your refrigerator. It's going to blow up. No, not until it's energized. That match is struck. Then the power is released. What did Jesus say when that woman with the issue of blood touched the hem of his garment? He said, I perceive that dunamis has flowed out of me. Yes, yes. That stored potential was in Jesus, and when she touched him, it flowed out of him and into her. The catalyst was her words and her touch. 
if I can but touch his clothes, I will be made whole. And so she said it, and she did it, and the touch, those, those, that was the catalyst that activated the dunamis, the miracle-working dunamis power of God. Now, how many places can I show you where dunamis exists? Let, let me move, let me not get ahead of myself. I talked to you about energia. Let's read this. That you may see the exceeding, transcending, surpassing mega dunamis in, to, upon, far, into those who believe. Did you get that? The exceeding, transcending, surpassing, mega dunamis in those who believe, to those who believe, upon those who believe, for those who believe, and into those who believe. Really? Yes. Okay, Paul, you're getting me here. Who believe according to the energizing. That word there is according, what does it say in the? Working. The working. When you see the word working, a lot of the times it means energia, where we get the word energize. Back to the battery, the energizer battery, right? No. <laughs> Think about it. To the energizing, it says of, okay, I, I wrote this down, uh, Michelle. Ishkus. Okay. That's how it's pronounced. To the energizing of his Ishkus Kratos. What in the world is that? These are two more words for power. Praise but God. these are signifying military power in the ancient world. Now, what, how many armies does the devil have? I haven't found one. If you find one, please uh, email me and let me know. How many armies does the devil have? He has no armies. How many armies does God have? And thousands and thousands and 10,000 times 10,000 and infinite. So who has more power, God or the devil? Just, well, just one word for power, and you, that you've got that. Okay, so the energizing of his Ishkus, Kratos, which he energized in Christ when he raised him from the dead from the state of a lifeless corpse and seated him and appointed him at his right hand. Like I said, how many things could Paul get in one sentence? God used every form of power that he has in order to raise Christ from the dead. He used dunamis. He used ischus. He used kratos. He used energia. And he had exousia, which is authority to do it. This, this is loaded. This is loaded. Thank you, Apostle Paul. This is loaded. So, well, I've got so many notes on this. This whole book, there's all these pages filled out with 
the power of God. And I've got one page on the devil because he didn't, <laughs> didn't write. Okay. So Satan said, all this power I give thee, all you have to do is bow down and worship. Jesus left in the power of the Spirit. Again, he was under the power of the Spirit of God, and he went into Galilee under the power of the Spirit. And he went into the synagogue, and he found the place where it was written. He stood up for it to read and said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, Praise because God. he has anointed me. And then he went forth, and he demonstrated that power. What is that power? True power. The people that were around him, and they were religious people, they said, wow, this is different. His message is with power. Now, I wish some, in a concordant version, you would be able to discern the differences between all these different kinds of power, okay? But when they said his message is with power, and not as the Pharisees or the scribes or, you know, his message is with authority. He speaks as one who is as authority. Praise God. Now we have that interpreted as power, but it means authority. And then in Luke 4:36, the people were astonished. He went into the synagogue and cast out the devil out of this man. You mean there's devils in church? <laughs> He went into the synagogue and he cast the devil out of this man and everybody was astonished and they said, listen to this, and the, the um, King James says, what a word is this? The actual uh, Greek is what a logos is that, this. Does that ring a bell? What a logos is this? The embodied word. For with ex exousia, authority, and dunamis, he commands the unclean spirits and they come out. Yes. Everybody's going, wow. Not only does he have the authority to do it, he has the power. He has the stored potential, the miracle working power. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. So what does that mean? Jesus turned around and said this in Luke chapter, let's say, let's go to chapter 9. I told you I'm going to go through Luke. Luke chapter 9, when he called the 12, it says he gave them, let's look at 9-1. I want you to see how, sometimes I think, how in the world, where, where have I been that I haven't seen all these things? But you have to look deeper. Here we go. Then Jesus called, Luke 9, 1, Jesus called the 12 together and gave them power and authority over all demons and power to cure diseases. Now, the 12 were not filled with the Holy Spirit, right? Yet, the day of Pentecost hadn't come. So, but it said he called the 12 together and gave them power and authority. What he actually did, he called the 12 together and gave them dunamis and exousia, authority and the ability to do it. So you can stand up and go, I've got the authority to do this. All you want to. 
I've had people, you know, people can put on a uniform like they're working for the city and come to your house and say, the city has sent me to do something. And they can be lying to you, right? So the proof of the pudding is in the eating. Is the dunamis there to do it? So <laughs> Jesus says, I've got the authority and I've got the power to carry it out. And I'm giving it to you 12. I am authorizing you. I am apostolizing you. I think that's a new word. I'm apostolizing you, sending you forth with authority and also the power to carry it out. And they came back. They're like, Lord, even the devils are subject to us in your name. This is so cool. <laughs> Kind of like kids playing with a new thing, right? And Jesus said, yeah, don't focus on that. <laughs> Let's don't go there. Let's go. Your names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and let's go with that, and you heal the sick and don't get off on a power trip of your own. <laughs> right? Because humans have one power, the power of choice. Say, I have, I have the power of choice. Power of choice. Now, the, the uh, apostles, or the, the 12, did not go forth and do this under their own power. And when he called the 70 in Luke chapter 10, he said, Behold, I give you exousia, authority, to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the dunamis of the enemy. When they did that, they were not doing this well, I've got the power. <laughs> you get into that and you end up as the seven sons of Sceva. Okay? No, 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 no. I just told you what power you have. You have the power of choice. The dunamis miracle working power. Praise God. Thank you. That authority only comes from the Father. Jesus said, I say what the Father says. I do what the Father says to do. I am under authority. We, when we act on the word and use the name of Jesus to do the things he's called us to do, it is not us. It's not, we don't have the authority. We're, it's not us. We are authorized under authority, and by that we have authority. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. That's good. Does, it, does anybody here drive a car? <laughs> hmm? Does anybody have their driver's license handy? I'm going to kind of jolt you for a minute out of I promise I'll give it back. Okay, this is a Kansas driver's license. So that means, you go by Jeremy? Yes. Okay, that means that Jeremy is authorized and has the authority to drive a motor vehicle. And he looks like he has the power to do that. Now, what does it take to drive a car? Well, you, you know, you got to know how to do it first, right? But 
you have to be able to reach the brakes, reach the accelerator, put the car in gear, see the traffic. Those are an example of dunamis, the ability to do it, the ability, the stored potential. He's sitting here right now. You're not in a car. You're in a seat in church, but you have the potential to drive a car, and you have the authority. Now, if you go pull some shenanigan, then some of the authorities that granted this are going to come back and say, oh, Jeremy, I think we need to take your license for a while. And so they pull the, the right to drive. Okay? So let's say that Jeremy persists in doing whatever it is, and they catch him driving without a license. Then they come back. Don't worry, I'm taking good care of it. Then they come back and... Kratos and Iskus. <laughs> Those are military terms. And Kratos means the enforcer. Kratos was a Greek god, and he was a, you can just imagine a, somebody that works out all the time, yeah, I'm the enforcer, you know. The Navy SEAL, the, uh, the bouncer at the bar, the... The muscle. They're going to send somebody to enforce this. Okay? And if, if, if he pulls a big stunt and does something really terrible, then they call in all the forces that are available in the city. Or maybe the state. The, they're calling everything in. So they have the authority to grant you the right to drive. You have the ability and potential to do it. But if you mess up and they decide you've done something wrong and something really bad, then there are those parts of that government structure that will take care of this. Are you still with me? Yes, yes, yes. So, I explained Kratos, Ischus. This is all in one scripture. Can you believe it? Ischus is the same word that is used when it, amazingly when it says, what is the greatest commandment? That you love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. That word strength is Ischus. It's like... What? What? The, wait a minute. So this is when I'm working this around in my brain. What? 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 And then I realize it is military might and military force. And so what it means is, okay, we're sending the troops in to handle this. So the troops go in to handle it. And it's bigger than we thought. And at some point they say, we are marshalling every force that this country has to stop this. Yes. Praise God. Ishkus means all that is within me. It means all that I have, all that exists, all that I ever am, I stand against. Oh 
my goodness, oh my goodness, where do you go from there? Where do you go from there? Praise God. Oh. Here's where you go from there. <laughs> Luke eleven twenty one. Jesus said, he's casting out devils. And they said, what gives you the authority to do this? You're probably casting out devils by other devils. What? And Jesus said, and I'm paraphrasing here. If you wanted exact, read your Bible, <laughs> which you should be doing anyway. A strong man armed, when he guards his house, his possessions are safe. But when a stronger than he comes, he spoils him. The strong man is Ishkus. The strong man in this parable is the devil. And he's guarding his possessions what are the devil's possessions? He thinks he has us. He thinks he has humanity. He thinks he has people bound by sin, sickness, oppression, disease, cancer, leukemia. He thinks he possesses and can do those sorts of things. And it says when a stronger than he comes in. Satan, oh, hold me here, Lord. Satan used all that was within him and every force he had available to hold Jesus in hell and to hold us in bondage, to keep us enslaved. We were his possession, but a stronger and a greater than he came and spoiled his house and spoiled all that he had and loosed us because God marshaled all the forces of heaven to raise Jesus from the dead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. 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 Hallelujah. Ah, okay. <laughs> Woo. Hallelujah. So, I want to give you the devil's resume of power. Ishkus, the devil's Ishkus power, down the tubes. The strong man, a stronger than he came. That's the only time it's used. Of the devil. That's one of the, the words of power, and it's the only time it's used in association with the devil, and it's him being destroyed, and absolutely his, his house being ruined, and him having to let us go. Yes, yes. Exousia, we've already been through. The only time it's used in connection with the devil that we're talking about right here, it says, he said, I have been given. And it, the exousia, the authority has been delivered to me, and to whom I wish, I give it. And he wasn't, he lied. It wasn't given to him. He stole it. He's a thief. Yes. That's the only time authority, that's the only kind of authority he has, is the kind he can steal from somebody else. That's 
And let me say this. Don't give him your authority. Don't let him steal from you. Don't let him lie to you and tell you you don't have authority over that. You, well, I'm going to do No, you're not. Mm. Amen. Do devils, demons, and evil spirits and the devil have dunamis power? Remember that battery, that, that, ability, that, that potential? Is there a potential? Is there dunamis power in devils, demons, and evil spirits? Yes. But listen, here's the, what Jesus had to say about that. Behold, I give you exousia, Authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and upon all the dunamis of the enemy and nothing shall harm or injure you. So that's that's the second, second one. Does the devil have ability or potential? Do demons and evil spirits have ability or potential? Yes, yes, yes. Just don't activate that potential. Don't activate that potential. Do you know how you activate the potential of the devil? Oh, I'm just scared that it's not going to work out. I just don't know. Every time I do this, this happens. Every time I do that, the devil gets after me. Every time I do that, the devil steals my finances. How do you energize? What's the energizing power of that? It's your words. Don't use your words to activate the ability or potential of the enemy. And don't go dancing around on his territory. Don't give the devil an opportunity. There's potential there. But it's really simple. Don't activate it. Praise God. If you know that you're going to put that battery in a little box you found and it's going to blow your house up, would you do it? (laughs) Now, let me just say this, because the Lord's bringing this up to me. You need to listen to the Spirit of God. If the Spirit of God tells you to do something or don't do something. Let's just put it in the natural, but this applies to so many things. If the Lord says, don't go, don't, don't go to work that way. Don't drive down that street today. You feel in your spirit, don't do this. Don't, don't, don't do that. Then if you ignore that verse, voice, you might potentially open up something that could be harmful if you ignore, ignore the voice of God. I do know and I am aware and have seen over a period of time, you know, people that have uh, lost their lives, other things that have happened, and you go, oh my goodness, well, they knew the word. <laughs> you know, they knew the word. <laughs> How could that happen? Well, we don't ever have all the answers and we don't know what went on behind the scenes, but there was one particular tragedy that everybody was just, oh my, this is many years ago, you wouldn't know these people, but it was like, oh, how could that have happened? My goodness. And there were a couple of different things that had happened. And one was that they took, and I'm going to put this very carefully, a possession or a business that they had, and they turned it over to 
what would be called a sinful activity, which I knew one of the wives. is I just, this is wrong, this is wrong. Well, we're going to do it because there's a lot of money in it. And so we're going to sell it. And the second thing was they were warned not to go on the trip, not to do what they were getting ready to do. Well, we've got to be there, we've this, we've that. And so there's two, there's voices and warnings that come. And you see, God knows the potential of the enemy too. He says, nothing shall by any means harm or injure you if you listen to him, if you obey him. You can't go messing around on the devil's territory and think you're going to come out unscathed. You can't do it. But it takes a lot. It takes a lot for the, uh, the enemy to work out terms to, to, uh, to cause some of these things to happen because he, he can only work through people and situations and circumstances. That's the only way he can do it. And so, you know, God knows if somebody's doing something. You know, if you're walking down the street and God knows somebody is there with evil intent, he can speak to you and tell you, go that way. How, how easy and how simple is that? We just learn to listen. Okay. So that's one scripture for authority and exousia, one for dunamis, and that is the one that we have authority, exousia, over all the dunamis of the enemy. Authority, exousia, always trumps dunamis. I said, exousia, your authority always trumps dunamis or the ability and potential of the enemy. Yes. Always. Praise God. Always. Yeah, somebody may be running out here, you know, some criminal activity going on. Who knows? You know, robbery, uh, destruction, violence. But there is, there is, there are authorities who will then activate whatever is needed to take care of that situation. So, when you say you are exercising your authority in Jesus' name, sometimes it happens instantly and sometimes it takes a little while. But don't go back on your word and say, well, I thought I had authority, but I guess I didn't. Yeah, don't go there. Having done all to stand, stand. Having done all to stand, stand. The forces are being activated. Yes. Amen. All of God's, whatever needs to be done, is being activated. Amen. The last one that Satan is mentioned into in is Kratos. In Hebrews 2.14, again, here was the kind of Kratos power that he had, which Kratos, remember, is the... The, I mean, think about a big guy. The reason you have big guys as bouncers and big guys doing these sort of things is they can overcome and prevail and hold something, right? So Kratos is in Hebrews 2.14 where it says, Jesus, through death, he might destroy, annul the one and bring to nothing the one holding the Kratos of death. That is the devil. 
Satan held the keys of death and hell. How did he hold the keys of death and hell? What go, go back to the garden. What happened in the Garden of Eden? God said, you can eat of all these other trees, but if you eat of this one, there's life and there's death. And so he tricked and deceived them into partaking of death, and Satan brought death into the world, and he's a murderer. But guess what? It says that he might destroy the one holding the kratos of death, the power of death. That is the devil. He has been annulled. The keys of death and hell now belong in the hands of Jesus Christ. Oh, my goodness. Wow, are we in for some amazing things. Let's... I want to go back again to the words of the Apostle Paul. Well, let's... I'm going to finish this up really quick here. I didn't know I was going to be speaking today, so I didn't have my notes real organized. And I've got so many. Here we go. One page over. Okay, dunamis power is potential. Energia is the release of potential. Those two are what we do. What we do is involved in dunamis and energia, the release of potential. We energize that potential and release it. Exousia is who we listen to and respond to. That's authority. We listen and we act under his authority. And the Ishkus and Kratos is where we stand. Praise God. Praise God. We stand with all the powers of heaven backing us. Yes. Everything that Praise is God. needed. Everything that is needed. I got to tell you, I have, there have been times that I have tried to work things out on my own. Well, I think I know what I need to do. And, you know, we don't. We don't. But when we stand on the word of God, we have all the powers of heaven and all that God is backing us up. He has destroyed and brought to naught all principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness, and wicked spirits in heavenly places as far as authority is concerned, as far as our ability to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. The actual structure in the cosmos of the reign of the rebels against God is drawing to a close quickly. Quickly, it's drawing to a close. And it's time for us, the body of Christ, to stand in the exact authority and learn how to exercise and draw on the potential miracle-working power of God to hear from heaven and put Satan and his cohorts under our feet. Yes, yes, yes. Praise 
you first learn to do this in your own house, in your own place, and in your own church, and in your own city, and in your own state, you move up. You move up. Now, I don't know, looking at you, whether you're like, <laughs> or really? Yeah, really. Yes. Study this for yourself. I, I, I came into this on this, the authority of the believer. I came into this on this. And yet, I read this and I go, where have I been? Where have I been? It's an exact command structure. It is an exact command structure. And we have authority because he is our authority. And we have the right to act as he has us to act and to do and to heal the sick, to take authority over, to exercise authority and speak to spirits that come against us. You better learn to speak to those those, uh, deceptions and lies of the devil first. Anything that tells you you don't have authority and you don't have potential is a lie. The biggest lie the devil ever told is that God's against you. That's the biggest one. God's not against you. He's for you. Thank you, Lord. I just pray right now. By your spirit, you will energize every person in this place with the revelation and illumination. Fill them with the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Fill them with the spirit of wisdom and revelation and cause them to come to know what Paul was trying to tell us about the transcending, exceeding, and surpassing mega dunamis of your power that has been given into, up, on, around, for us who believe. Some way, Lord, by your spirit, impart to every person that is hearing me. Let them see that the potential miracle working power of God that is stored on the inside of them is great enough to heal every sick person they come into contact with, to drive out every demon that is in the vicinity. (laughs) God, as you used some of the evangelists of old, and they would walk into a town, And everyone, people walking down the street would fall under the power of God. The bars would close because the power of God was in such demonstration through their lives that whole towns would be converted. God, if that happened in the 1800s, if that happened during that time, if it could happen here, if it could happen anywhere, it can happen again and even greater. And even greater. And even greater. Until there's so many conversions that we can't, we've got to figure out what to do with all the people that are saved. 
because they want to know. I envision and I see in my spirit so many people coming to know Christ. So many people being delivered from dope, from the devil, from the clutches of violence that they got to find out what all this means because, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, we pray he send labors into the harvest that are anointed of the Spirit of God. That the dunamis miracle working power of God. Oh, not only the dunamis, but the authority and the ishkus and the kratos and the whole armies of God move in and move across this land, across this nation of the United States of America. And oh, Lord, we pray for supernatural deliverance by your spirit. You're the God of the armies of Israel. There's more with us than there are with them. I ask that you would open divine revelation and visitations so that there will be visitations and seeing of the armies of the Lord. Supernatural, supernatural exposés. <laughs> we release it from this place. We release it from this place, from the very center and heart of the United States. And then it spread from border to border and then circle the world. For there is nothing too great for you, God. There is nothing impossible with you. There is nothing impossible with you, Lord. Let us flow in your spirit. Let us flow in your spirit. Let your visible presence be made known again. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Waves of power and waves of glory. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory, glory, glory. God, let it be known that the God of creation is here in this land and come to reclaim that which belongs to him.
raise your hands before the Lord. And pray this with me. Lord, I submit myself to you. And all that is within me. And all that I possess. And all that I am. I give it to you. I submit to you. I commit to you all my resources. And I determine to hear from heaven. To listen to you. To hear your voice. To operate under your authority. To speak your words. To do your works. And I will do them. Under your, authority, under your authority, as you speak to me. As you speak to me. In Jesus' name.